Hi guys, my name is Ashley Taylor and welcome back to another episode of The Compassion Club. Thank you so much for being here. I am excited to chat with you another day. And today we are talking about a topic that I'm very passionate about, which is traveling solo. Going somewhere alone for a short or long, oh my gosh, there was just thunder and I don't know if you could hear it, sorry, going somewhere for a short or long amount of time by yourself, a new unfamiliar place, that is what we're going to be talking about. We are going to dive into all of the aspects that I truly believe are so amazing about traveling alone, which is something that a lot of people would be scared of or might be uncomfortable about, but I think it is so beneficial for self-growth. And make sure that you follow or subscribe or like or whatever platform you're on if you're watching or listening. Just make sure that you follow along so you can get notified every week when I'm dropping episodes on Tuesdays. And go ahead and follow the Instagram, the Compassion Club pod on Instagram so you can stay up to date with everything that's going on and join our little community because there's going to be some very exciting things coming out soon. And you can follow all of my personal accounts, which I will link below so we can be friends. <laughs> but let's get into it. We are talking about traveling solo because this is something that I just did. I was in Asia for two months, and for one of those months, I was with a friend, my friend Margot, who you will be seeing on the podcast very soon. We were traveling in Thailand together, which I'd never been to Asia, so it was a completely new culture, but a place that I've been so curious to visit for so long, and we had the absolute best time traveling together, and traveling with friends is amazing in so many ways, and you create memories that are unforgettable, and it's so fun to share experiences with someone that you love. But then she left and returned to the U.S. and I decided to go solo to Bali for a month and it was transformative to say the least. Um, I flew there from Thailand. Yeah, I flew there from Thailand and I had a stop in Singapore and then I flew to Ubud and I spent basically a month in Ubud but then I would, I had like a home base Airbnb. And by the way, if you do monthly Airbnbs, they make them way cheaper, which is insanely perfect if you're trying to save money while traveling, which was what I was trying to do. And maybe I could make a different video on how to like travel on a budget because I love to travel, but I know it can be expensive. And there are always ways to find cheaper options. So my place in Abood was 340 US dollars for a month. And it was not just like a little hotel room. Like it was a big room. Oh my gosh, there is like intense thunder and like rain going on. I hope you can't hear it, but it's aggressive. But I <laughs> I had this beautiful room and it had like multiple villas with like a pool, but like no one ever really used it. So it felt like a private pool and it was like in the jungle. It was so beautiful and it was so cheap. And I was just doing some digging and I found that option and it ended up being the best spot, like my little sanctuary. 
And since it was so cheap, then I was able to go to different places and I would just leave my big suitcase there and I would pack a backpack and I would go for like four days to a week to another island or another spot that I was interested in. So I did that a couple times throughout the month. I got a ferry, which was also super cheap, and I went to another island, and I went to some really small islands, and I remember the feeling. I went to this island called uh, Nusa Lembogon, and I got dropped off on the ferry. I'm by myself. All I have is my backpack, so I have everything for the week in my backpack, and I had my AirPods in, and I they actually made us like jump into the water to get off of the boat like up to our knees they don't like pull up all the way there wasn't a dock or anything so I get in the water and then I walk on the beach and my Airbnb was super sorry it wasn't an Airbnb it was like a little uh it's like a homestay I guess you would say like a little homestay bungalow but it was like a seven minute walk so I was like okay I'm just gonna walk there and I walked along the beach and just the feeling of being on this small unknown island by myself with all of my belongings just on my back was the craziest feeling like unexplainable. I just felt so free like I've never felt so free and so like I just felt like I was not weighed down by anything. I was just there doing whatever I want I didn't know anyone I didn't know any places I wasn't familiar with anything and I was just like this little nomad who I was just like plopped on this random spot on the earth that I had never been to and it felt so amazing it was truly magical and having your airpods in especially while you're traveling alone or obviously you need to be aware of your surroundings make sure you're in a safe place but like having music in and going on walks by yourself is like my therapy it is it makes everything feel like you're in a movie like you're just in your own little movie you really are the main character and having music definitely makes me feel less alone when doing activities by myself and when you're traveling alone and you're doing experiences you never really feel alone like I never felt lonely or alone because there was so much life and so much connection around me whether it was a little cat that was staying outside of my place or the cows I would walk by or the trees or just the random lady who would smile at me or the waiter at my restaurant or the person that ran my hotel like There's so many people and things and animals to connect with around you. So I never really felt lonely, but I'm getting a little off track. I'm actually going (laughs) to like say some points of why I think traveling alone is so beneficial. But I just wanted to give you a glimpse into my experience. And I did so many more things. And we're going to kind of dive into that when I tell you these points. But the first reason why I think you should travel alone is you learn who you are when no one else is around you truly get to ask like what do I want to do today like what do I feel like doing what do I like to do what like what things am I going to look up to explore you don't have anyone else's opinions you're not with a group where someone wants to do this someone wants to do that or someone's not in the mood for this but you really want to do that like there is no other opinions there is no schedule Like, if I'm hungry at a weird hour, like, I can go get food. It's not like I have to ask anyone if they're hungry. Like, I'm just going to go. Or if I feel like 
not doing anything that day and just going to a park and writing in my journal, then I can do that. And it's not like I have to worry about anyone else around me. And it really gives you this new sense of freedom and this new sense of connection with yourself where you really learn just who you are when no one else is around and I think in life we are constantly around people. So sometimes we don't even know if we're really doing it because we want to or if we're just kind of going with the flow with everyone else, which is also a good quality to have at times. But I realized that I didn't really, I don't know, I've, I know who I am, but like I didn't really know like who, what, what like makes Ashley excited and what makes like what food do I like the most what music do I like the most like I've always been someone who likes a lot of different things I never had like I still don't really have like a favorite artist or favorite movie or favorite restaurant like I've just never been like that (laughs) and so whenever people ask me like like if a boy asked me like who's your favorite band I'm like I literally don't know and it's not that I don't love music and it's not that I don't like a lot of bands but I just have never had like favorites and I guess I don't need to have a favorite but (laughs) even with things like this it was just like I started to learn about what music I liked more and I was listening to like afro jazz I was listening to like some like 70s alternative I was listening to some melodic techno I was listening to all these different types of music that maybe I wouldn't normally put on if I was like with a group of people because I am putting on music that I think everyone will like. And even when I went to eat, I was eating at like raw vegan restaurants because I've been so curious about raw vegan food. And I think a lot of my friends or family wouldn't really be down for that, but I was by myself. So I got to choose And so it made me try a bunch of different things that I'd been interested in. And um, I think that is just a beautiful experience about traveling alone. And I think staying somewhere for more than just a week. And I know that that's not always easy because everyone has jobs and schedules and life and things that they have to take care of. But if you do ever have the opportunity and and are able to, I think, being able to experience another culture for a little bit longer is such an eye-opening experience because you're not really a tourist anymore. You feel like you're really traveling there and you're really experiencing the life of these people. And by going to another culture, you realize that there's so many other ways of living and there's so many other humans out there that live a totally different life than you and have such different values and have such different lifestyles. And sometimes, especially in the U.S. and where I've lived the past five years, which was L.A., I felt like there was just like this bubble of like one way of living and you just kind of get sucked up in the whole way that society is living and you don't even really realize that there's like so much more out there. And it just gave me clarity in so many different ways and it just gave me perspective on these people who have so much less than I do and are so much happier and their values, they value their religion and their community and their family and they value quality time with each other and they're they're working so that they can live and they can support their family. They're not living so that they can work and be surrendering to their job and to their boss and they're stressed out like 
they're genuinely happy like they're grateful for what they have even if it's not everything you know they're not like needing more and more and more they're not like over consuming like we are in America like we feel like we need more so that we can fill this void within us and they fill that with being in nature and being around their loved ones and it was truly so beautiful to get a glimpse into these people's lives in Indonesia I made so many amazing connections and friendships that I will tre treasure forever and I got closer with these people than some people I've been friends with in the U.S. for years like the quality time was just so different and uh yeah I kind of went on for a little bit long on that one <laughs> number two I think traveling alone also makes you gain so much confidence and it realizes that you can do hard things you can do things on your own because when you're traveling with people a lot of the times you lean on them or when you're just living life around people you lean on them to maybe do things that you can't figure out or even just simple things like calling a car or figuring out where to eat or figuring out how you're going to do certain things or going up and asking someone a question and sometimes it's easy to just lean on the person that you're with to do these small tasks but when you're alone you have to do everything you have to if you can't figure it out and you're lost, you have to go up to someone and ask. Or you have to go figure it out. You have to find the resources to go about your day. And I I sometimes have been someone who's like a little nervous to like go up to random people or, you know, like just different small tasks like that. And I realize like I don't have to be nervous because people there are really kind people in the world and they will help you. And if you're alone, like you're really not alone like we are all connected and we are all the same at our core and people will help you along your journey like in every aspect of life like you don't always have to feel like you're alone because if you need help you have to put yourself out there and you will be able to find it and any problem or obstacle that comes up even if my suitcase like when I first arrived um, in Asia my big ass suitcase that I just had bought for Christmas broke like the wheel like was completely like dangling off and it was like cracked and like they must have been throwing around my suitcase I don't know what was going on but my suitcase was broke and I started like freaking out I don't know why I just like it was like the thought of me having to like deal with this big ass suitcase that was broken I was like oh my gosh of course like this happens right away but you know what? I ended up finding a place that I could buy a suitcase and I went there and I bought a new suitcase and I got a car and I took it back and I it was fine. It really was not a big deal. And I got like so stressed immediately, but it's like everything's fine. Like, yeah, it's annoying. I had to go buy another suitcase, but like it really did not affect my trip whatsoever. <laughs> and yeah, it just makes you gain confidence in yourself because you're like, wow, like I did all of this like I made all of this happen like and no one else can get take credit for your experience you experienced it all on your own and that is something I think that is really beautiful and something that you should be proud of if you have the guts to put yourself out there and even if you can't go on a long trip because I know that that is not something that everyone can do and I feel really grateful that I have a job and a lifestyle that allows me to do that but if you can't do that, even just going for a day trip 
It is like hailing right now. Oh my gosh. It was like 90 degrees. I kid you not. I'm in Northern California. It was like 90 degrees three days ago. And there is actual hail outside. Wow. I am perplexed. It's really distracting me because it's so loud. I didn't think it was going to hail. Like, jeez. Um, anyways, don't know what I was talking about because the hail is so loud. Yeah. Um, this is actually crazy. I'm sorry. I'm getting so distracted. Okay, it's stopping. But anyways... Even if you just go somewhere for a day, like somewhere that's an hour away from where you live or two hours away, or if you can go somewhere, book a trip for two nights, like just to be on your own and to explore a new place by yourself can be such a beneficial experience. And number three, I think another amazing thing about traveling alone is you are more vulnerable to meeting new people. You put yourself out there more and you're not relying on talking to your friend. You're not so focused on the person you're with. You're sitting by yourself at dinner, which can feel awkward at first, but you're sitting there and you're actually like observing the things around you. You're a lot more present to your surroundings. And I realize that makes you more approachable. That makes other people approach you more because you're alone. And it also allows you to approach other people because if you want to make friends, you have to be the one to put yourself out there and make a connection. And I made so many new friends on my trip. And it's crazy because I, this trip was kind of the first time where I was like, I'm going to be, it wasn't the first time, but like, I've been kind of, it's been a long journey to, <laughs> to get to where I am right now. And I feel like this trip was like a fresh start in like allowing myself to be my most authentic self and to present that to people and to be okay with the fact that if they don't like me for who I am, then they're just not someone that I connect with and that's okay. But I don't need to try to please them or try to be someone I'm not. And I was just fully embracing my true self on this trip. And I was like, I don't know any of these people, so it doesn't really matter. I'm just going to be me. And the first day, actually, I made friends with this girl named Joe, which Joe, you're the best. Um, she was from Sweden and we just immediately connected and started talking about super deep things, talking about our career goals and our passions and our family and relationships and healing from relationships and we were just connecting so deeply and she I met her my first day there so it was like immediately just like connection and I was manifesting and writing about how I wanted to make these connections and then the first day I was blessed with the connection and um, she was so cool we ended up meeting up later in my trip too and had another we had dinner and drinks together and it was just so fun connecting from to someone that is from a completely different culture and part of the world, but we had so much in common. And then I met another girl named Candice from Dubai. She's also the coolest and we connected in so many ways and I was just sitting at a cafe by myself after I took a yoga class and she was sitting by herself too and she just kind of asked me like do you know if anything fun's like going on it was like a Saturday night and I was like honestly I just got here like I don't know anything uh do you know if anything's fun going on because like I also was wondering and so we kind of just started chatting and 
uh, talking about our travels. She was traveling alone too. So we had that in common and then found out that she was a photographer. I'm a model. So we ended up hanging out that night and we had just met earlier and then we met up later and had this whole fun wild night together. It was amazing. Like I felt like I had known her forever and we were dancing together. Like we were twirling each other around singing singing the songs we actually got up on the dj at one point because no one was really there so we like she plugged in her music and we were pretending like we were djing and we were just being silly and having fun and then later in the week we actually met up and took some photos together and had a full photo shoot at her villa which was awesome to collaborate with someone just so spontaneously and I realized on this trip, like everyone I had connected with, I felt like I knew for so long. And it was interesting because I was like, it's so true. When you start embracing who you are and you actually start being your true authentic self, the people that gravitate towards you are going to match that same energy and are going to be people that you truly connect with. Because if you are acting like someone you're not, you are going to attract people that are not actually connecting with your true self and they're not going to be people that actually are going to authentically connect with you at your core they're just going to be these surface level connections but once you start being your true self you will attract that same tribe your vibe attracts your tribe but for real it is actually true like I felt like everyone there, I was just being my complete self. I wasn't putting pressure on myself to be anyone. And living in a place like LA, I definitely went through times where I was feeling like I needed to be someone I wasn't so that I could impress the people around me. And that just ends up making you feel empty and unseen because you're not being your true self. And there's nothing worse than feeling like you're being seen, but for not even who you really are. And... I yeah I went on this trip and I kept meeting more people I made more connections I made connections with some local people too that were so amazing and really got to show me another glimpse into their culture and lifestyle and those were probably people I wouldn't have met if I was with a group or with friends or family I don't think I would have been as uh, like out there to be seeking those friendships you know so I think that is such a cool thing about traveling alone. And number four, you also become your own best friend and you find ways to find true happiness from just yourself. You, like I said, you have no one to rely on. You have no one to, you know, feed off of their energy. Like you have to be in the best mood that you can be in to make your day amazing. You can't feed off of anyone else. You can't just go along with their plans. You are in charge of everything. You are navigating the whole journey on your own. And it really makes you have to become your own best friend, which is something that I struggled with for a long time. I didn't like to be alone. I thought being alone was boring. And I thought that I needed to be around people to have fun and I was uncomfortable sitting at home alone because I just felt like I, I don't know, I wanted to go out. I was, I wouldn't spend time, nights at my apartment by myself because I, I felt like I needed some sort of stimulation to make my life exciting and to find happiness, which isn't true at all. And so I would just go out every night so that I could be around people, but that wasn't truly making me happy. I think it was just giving me stimulation 
And by being alone, I was able to do activities that actually made me happy and I was able to enjoy the still moments. So if I was eating by myself, I would be writing in my journal or I would be reading a book and I was really trying not to be on social media that much either and trying to disconnect from my phone and really just be present with myself and make the most of being there because what's the point of going on a vacation if you're just going to be on your phone and seeing what everyone else is doing like that's just so lame (laughs) so I really tried to disconnect even when I was in Thailand I deleted my Instagram app completely because I was like I don't even want to be thinking about this and I'm still like posting all of my photos from my trip because I didn't want to be thinking about posting photos while I was there but I was doing activities that felt true to me and allowed me to connect with myself and activities that you don't normally do when you're in a group like reading a book or writing in a journal and I wrote in my journal almost every single I think every single day and it was actually crazy um, which this is another topic but there was so many synchronicities during my trip and I feel like this also happens when you're just aligning with your true self and when you're just accepting like that the universe will bring to you what's meant for you. And I was just allowing what was, I was opening up myself to allow good things to come to me. And I was saying that I was open to receiving whatever is meant for me. And I was really leading with an open mind and an open heart. And this is when everything starts falling into place. I swear. I wasn't trying to plan everything. I wasn't having these high expectations. I was just going with the flow. And there were so many synchronicities. And one of them that I just thought was really cool and I'll share with you was I bought a journal when I was in Thailand, one of the first days I was there. And I bought this little journal that I was just going to use as my journal for documenting my thoughts and experiences from these trips. And I was writing in it all throughout my trip. And on the last day when I was writing in my journal, I reached the last page Like it perfectly ended on the last page. I thought that was so crazy. Like I I don't even know how that worked out. And what was crazy too is my friend Margot actually gave me one piece of paper because one day I didn't have my journal and I wanted to write. So she donated a page to me that I could write in and I put it inside my journal. And so if I didn't put hers in the journal, it wouldn't have ended up on the exact page, but it did. I just thought that was crazy. Like it was like, well, my trip's over, story's over, ends on the last page. Like it was so trippy. Things like that really trip me out. And I think they're so cool. Like it feels like life is just flowing the way it's supposed to. Um, anyways, but yeah, I was doing a lot of different activities. And that is the next point is traveling alone allows you to try new things that you've been curious about doing and like taking classes especially I took a cooking class I was also this was my thing when I was going on this trip and just for this whole year I've decided that I'm doing the things that scare me even like I'm doing the things that I want to do even if they scare me because there's so many things that I've been curious about but I've just been nervous to take that initial jump into starting them and I'm I've always been a little nervous at being a beginner and you know being a little embarrassed about not knowing what you're doing and I've put a lot of pressure on myself to feel like I need to be good at something right when I start which just doesn't make sense because 
none of us are going to be just amazing at something right when we start. Yes, some things come more natural to some people, but it's just unrealistic to put that pressure on yourself when you're starting something new. And most people that are amazing at something started off knowing nothing and were also just a beginner. We all start as beginners, you know? And I decided that I'm going to actually do these things and I'm not going to let the fear of other people's judgments or the fear of judgments on myself stop me from doing things that interest me. So on this trip, I did a cooking class, which cooking has always been something I'm not great at. I never really grew up in a household that like cooked together. It wasn't really a part of our like family dynamic and I just felt like I was never good at it. It was never something that excited me or something I liked to do. It kind of felt like a chore. It still does a bit, but I'm, I was honestly very inspired by the food I was eating uh, on this trip, and my friend Margo, who I was with at the first half, is vegan and gluten-free, so we were eating a lot of vegan food, mainly vegan food, which I'm not vegan, but... <clears throat> I loved it and it was like some of the best food I had ever eaten and it was so fun to explore different flavors and different ingredients and different fruits and veggies and especially being in another country they have so many different options and it made me so much more explorative that's explorative I have no idea if that's a word it made me explore so many new (laughs) different flavor profiles and things that I wouldn't have tried before and especially without eating meat or having like dairy which are things that I've normally I eat I've eaten my whole life and it really inspired me to look at food in a more creative way in a more playful way and then I was like you know what I'm gonna take a cooking class because I do not accept that I am bad at cooking like why like I'm not I feel like sometimes we just accept that we're bad at something and then we don't even try to get better at it because we're just like oh I'm that's not I'm not good at that but like you can become good at it if you try and you need to think about is there anything that you just kind of write off that you're not good at just because you haven't really put in the full effort cooking was mine and I was like, you know what? I want to be good at cooking because people like I want to be able to cook for someone I love. I want to be able to cook for myself. I want to be able to make delicious meals and feel fulfilled by them. I don't want to have to I don't want to be eating frozen Trader Joe's the rest of my life, even though I do love me some frozen Trader Joe's sometimes. But I was like, no, I'm not accepting this. And even though it makes me uncomfortable to even have a knife in my hand cutting things I'm not really that great with those things I was like I'm gonna do it so I signed up for a cooking class and it was in this organic farm where we picked all of our ingredients our roots and fruits and vegetables and we picked them straight from the garden I even went in the chicken coop and I got out some eggs and (laughs) and it was so fun it was just such a cool experience everyone in the group was so lovely the the leaders were so lovely they were just so welcoming and and then they taught us different techniques and how to cook different things and we cooked traditional Balinese food and it was so fun and even though I didn't really know what I was doing I was figuring it out and they were giving me good tips and it was a really great experience and then we ate the food and it was so delicious and it tasted so good knowing that I helped make it 
And it definitely made me realize, I was like, okay, obviously this is a class, you know, and like they had everything there. So it did make it a lot easier for me. But I was like, this could be fun. Like I can make this fun. And it did inspire me a lot to keep cooking more. So that was a cool thing that I tried. I also tried diving. I've wanted to scuba dive for so long, but it was something I knew nothing about. I just knew that I loved to be in the water. I knew I loved sea creatures. I knew I loved the ocean and I loved snorkeling. And I was like, always thought about scuba diving and saw people doing it and thought it was so cool, but I'd never really had the opportunity to do it. And now I was in a place where I could do it and I had the time And I was like, you know what? I'm going to splurge a little because I think this is going to be worth it. And it's going to be an amazing experience. And I signed up for a three-day course to get my open water diving certification. And it was a lot of information at first. Like, they throw you straight in the pool and they teach you everything in one day. And then the next day, you're straight into the ocean and you're going 18 meters down, which is like, 60 feet or something I hope that's close Um, (laughs) but it was crazy and it was a lot at first I was like oh my gosh but I'm like if other people can do this I can do this like if you see other people doing things you can do it like if you're jealous that you see someone going on a trip somewhere or you're jealous that they're doing this activity like you're jealous not because you want to be them but because you want to obviously do what they're doing or you want to have some sort of same gratification that they're getting from what they're doing because they look happy and they're enjoying life through these activities and you can do those things too don't limit yourself there's always a way to figure these things out you can figure out a way to save more money or to save money when you go on a trip or just budget in a different way There's always a way to figure something out. You might not be able to do the best of the best right away, but there's always a way for you to start somewhere. And if you want to start getting in the ocean more, like you can go snorkeling or you can try surfing or you can try diving. Like there's so many options in this world and we need to start being a bit more curious and trying a little bit harder to do the things that we want to do because they're not always just going to be handed to us. We have to seek them out. And I suck. (laughs) I was going to say I suck out. Wait, that is right. Wait, no, it's not. I seeked out. I, dude, why? I'm like, should I have a podcast? Because words are hard for me at times. And I'm sorry. And I also have allergies and I need a tissue. I'm a mess. I'm a mess. (laughs) Okay, sometimes I'm going to say words that are so wrong and I'm just apologies, apologies in advance. We're back in action. Um, anyways, I ended up doing the diving. We dove four times in the ocean and immediately when we went down in the ocean, I saw just thousands of fish and we saw sea turtles and all these different types of big fish or poisonous fish like lionfish. We saw tuna. We saw some crazy things, some seahorses. And then I swam with huge manta rays, which was like my dream. And it was so magical, so worth the money. And I also realized if you feel like you don't have enough money to do these experiences, start realizing where you're putting your money. Because I I realized after this trip 
that I don't need so many clothes. I don't need so many items. I don't need the newest makeup kit. I don't need the newest iPhone. Like I don't need all of these materialistic items. They don't really change my life. What changes my life is going on trips and experiences like I did when I was in Asia. Like saving up the money to go on this trip was so much more gratifying than buying a designer bag. Like, and if you really want to do something, just don't go ordering Uber Eats every single day and save that money so that you can go on some amazing adventure that will change your life. That is something I really realized. And going back to taking new classes and things like that. And yeah, I did so many activities while I was there and they really changed my perspective. I also had this day where this woman picked me up and she was the cutest Balinese woman and she picked me up and we had this like whole spiritual day. I booked it on Airbnb because they have like experiences you can book. And we went to the purification, one of the, one of the purification temples in Bali and we did a whole purification ceremony and she taught me about what all the offerings meant and we did meditation and prayers together and um, I went in the purification temple in the water and used the holy water to cleanse myself and let go of all the negativity and blocked energy that I had and it was so beautiful it was amazing and I felt so much lighter and so much more at peace after it and to get a glimpse into such a traditional environment was just so beautiful and then we went back and I had lunch and I she did a one-on-one yoga class and then I got a massage like I was treating myself this day this was like a really fun day and some days I honestly did nothing that's the thing like I'm telling you about the crazy experiences because those are the ones that obviously stuck out a lot and I did a lot of yoga classes I did some breath work classes that were insane and changed my life which I'll save for another story but um yeah I was signing up for a bunch of different classes which made me feel like I was in a community and I met so many cool people and um that was another reason why I didn't really ever feel alone but there were some days where I also did nothing because I was there for a month and I didn't have to do anything if I didn't want to no one was telling me what I had to do I was on no itinerary And some days I was like, I just want to lay by the pool and I'm going to read my yoga book and then I might order some food and dance around a bit and hang out with the local cats and that's all that I want to (laughs) do. And uh, traveling alone allows me to do that, which is cool. And it was also just allowing me to listen to my body and be like, I don't need to not every day needs to be some crazy experience. Like sometimes you need to have slow days and sometimes you need to have days that fill you with new inspiration and excitement, but you can also find inspiration from those slow days as well. Those are the main reasons why I think traveling alone is so beautiful. Wow. And I can't believe that I forgot to mention this about meeting people. One day I was sitting at a restaurant I just finished doing a breathwork class and I went on a journey, a breathwork journey. It was crazy. And I left and I was like, whoa, I have a lot to think about. So I went (laughs) to this restaurant across the street and was just going to write in my journal. But then I was sharing a table with some people because since I was by myself, they were like, do you mind sharing a table with some people? And I was like, no, not at all. So there was another 
a couple other solo people sitting by me and I started talking to one girl and she was super sweet but then she ended up leaving and this other guy sat down and we started chatting and then we ended up chatting for five hours five hours it was insane like I looked at the time after and I was like what (laughs) what happened but we just excuse me we just started talking about like our career where we were from and like healing and like why we were in Bali and different healing methods and then all of a sudden it just got like super deep into telling each other our whole life story and what we're passionate about and how we want to change the world and how we want to live so that we can be happy but also make money and we just had these like groundbreaking conversations I honestly wish I told him I was like I wish I had the podcast recording right now And he actually told me, he was like, you have to tell me when you're going to record your first podcast episode. I'm going to text you in a month to make sure you did it because you need to do this. And he texted me the other day and I was like, I'm doing it. Don't worry. But like he actually cared enough to like remember. And it was just like a random connection that I made. And it's crazy how like people can just pop into your life like that, that you wouldn't even expect it. And he wasn't someone that like we didn't really have like that much in common from like an exterior surface level like way but then when we started talking it's like wow we were so similar and we were on such similar journeys and it's just so beautiful I love those little moments with random strangers that just make me remind like remind me that there's so many kind humans in this world and that we're all just on our own journeys and everyone's going through something and everyone's figuring it out no matter where we're from and how old we are how much money we have we're all figuring it out and no one has the answers no one is happy all the time like there's constantly going to be ups and downs and new hurdles that we have to jump over and it's just it's really cool to connect with people that because I think sometimes we do base off of looks or off of certain circles or off of like how cool someone is like from their exterior and like sometimes you'll connect with people that you would never even think that you would connect with and it's such a beautiful experience and we need to be open to not judging a book by its cover and just being open to connecting with anyone because we are all the same at our core I truly believe and we can all find ways to connect with one another it's also crazy how people that you meet randomly can say something to you that can like stick with you forever Um, and one of my teachers from a breathwork class afterwards I was talking to him because it was actually my second class with him we did a cacao ceremony and at the end there was like a visual guided visualization meditation and it started raining right when this meditation started and it was like kind of late at night it was probably like 9 p.m at this point and your girl fell asleep like a baby like I slept through the whole meditation and and <laughs> and I he woke me up like and this was like full of people too and I'm pretty sure I might have been the only one that fell asleep think I hope I wasn't like snoring but he woke me up and I was like oh my gosh I slept through all of it like ah, fuck and um <laughs> but it was okay because the first class I took with them was like so intense and I like released so much and it was just like very powerful 
And so afterwards I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like I slept through it. Like I was just so tired and the rain was so soothing and his voice was so soothing. And he was like, it's okay. Like clearly that's what your body needed. Like last time you had a really big release and right now you just needed to relax and just find that comfort within yourself. And I was like, okay, you're right. Like, I guess I did just need a nap. Like, I don't need to beat myself up about missing the meditation because like clearly that one wasn't for me and I just needed it in my subconscious while I was sleeping. And that wasn't what stuck with me the most though. But I was talking to him afterwards and I was telling him how I was like, I've always been a perfectionist and this was the day before I was going to return back to the U.S. and I was getting really nervous because I was like, I want to I want to keep these like this feeling within me, this fire within me, this inspiration, this like self peace. I want to keep this when I go back to the US. I don't want to forget about it because it's so easy once you're in these environments where there's this collective energy like there was on my trip to Bali where everyone was on the same wavelength it felt like and I was like telling him how I'm scared to go back to the US and and I was like also going on about how I've always been a perfectionist and I was like and I've accepted that I'll never be perfect and that's okay and this is something I had been working on and I was I thought this was something good to say you know I thought I was like I'll never be perfect and that's that's fine I've let go of the idea that I need to be perfect because that was something I really struggled with and he looks at me so seriously and he says but what if you already are perfect what if you've always been perfect? What if in whatever form you are in, you are perfect? Because you are. And I was like, what? I was like, okay. (laughs) Like, that like shook me. He was like, you know, in whatever form you are, even if it's if you're going through confusion and you're feeling lost, it's like you are perfect. You are still perfect. The moment you entered this earth, you were perfect. There's no like you were never broken or not good enough. Like you've always been enough and you have always been perfect, however that may be. And that like shook me. I was like, wow, I am perfect. And that doesn't mean this idea of perfect that we have put up as like, this societal way of thinking like perfect we have this idea of what perfect looks like or sounds like or how much money you're supposed to have or what clothes you're supposed to wear not perfect like that perfect because you are just your true self you are just your authentic self that is why you are perfect because you are just you and you are perfect and I am perfect you're perfect the next person you see is perfect. We are all perfect in our own way. And that made me really change the way of how I talk to myself because I was like, I don't have to keep saying I'm never going to be perfect because I am perfect. The way that I am is perfect. I just have to let go of what I think perfect is because that I made up this fake idea of what perfect is when really like who decides that, you know? And that was a wild, a wild moment for me. So It's just really cool how traveling can help you gain so many experiences. And actually, I just realized. um, 
I actually got my journal, and this is my journal that I bought. It's really cute. If you're listening, it's like little yellow flowers with smiley faces on it. But I wrote things that scare me that I want to try. Getting back into dance. I was also a dancer my whole childhood life. So getting back into dance, singing in a more serious way, acting, improv, surfing, rock climbing, any sports really, but skiing, tennis, volleyball, starting my podcast, skydiving, talking to more strangers, expressing art the way I feel it. Oh, wait. Expressing art the way I feel it. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> oh, expressing art the way I feel. Oh, wait. I don't, I don't know. Expressing art the way my clothes, and then it says my clothes painting. I don't know what that was really going on there. But I wrote the list of things that scare me that I want to try. And I encourage you to also write a list of things that have made you curious that you really want to try, but have maybe scared you a bit. But yes, do that. And also write a list of places that maybe you could take a solo trip to, whether it's close or far, maybe even just a weekend trip, even just a day trip, just like spend the whole day and do bring a journal, bring your earphones, bring a book and just spend the day alone. I am hopefully inspiring you to do that. (laughs) I was also trying to find the list of things that I learned while I was on my trip, but I'm clearly disorganized. And actually, before I went to Bali, my first solo trip was going to France, Paris, when I was 19, which was another amazing eye-opening experience for me and was a huge shift in becoming who I am today. Okay, I'm going to wrap up this episode because I could go on and on about different travel stories, but we're going to save some of them for later. (laughs) Um, But I'm going to leave you guys with some homework because at the end of every episode, I want to give you some journal prompts or just some questions. You can even write them just in your notes if you don't have a journal or anywhere, but some things that you can just reflect on and think about after this episode. And the first one is, what do you love to do when no one else is around? So what are the things that truly make you happy and that you enjoy doing when it's just you or when no one else's opinion matters? And don't have it be anything that has to do with technology. Let's try to limit anything that has to do with technology. And number two is, what are some things that you're curious about trying, even if they scare you? What are they? (laughs) So think about some interests or some things that maybe you've seen other people do that you're like, hmm, I've, I've been wanting to try that. But even if they scare you or they seem out of reach, just write them down. What are those things that you would love to try? And number three is what are some places that you could travel solo to or some places that you've been really wanting to travel to and maybe put some that are really close, some that are a little bit farther and then some that are really far away and maybe start researching how you can make it possible. Even if it's starting out with that day trip or a weekend getaway or saving up enough money so that one day you can go to another country, wherever it may be. Just think of some places or even just some activities or a class. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. If write down, (laughs) I'm getting more ideas. 
write down some places you could visit, but then also write down some classes or some activities, which I guess goes along with the things that scare you, but some places that you could go try new things at by yourself. And the last question is, what is holding you back from doing the things that you truly want to do? Is it your fear of the judgment of others? Is it your fear of failure? Is it because you don't have enough money? Is it because you don't have the resources? What is holding you back from doing these things that you really want to do or seeing these places that you really want to see? What is it? Write it down and then write out some ways that you can figure out how to solve this problem because some of them are easier to solve than others. But there is always a way to figure out how to at least somewhat get to where we want to be or at least start somewhere or just start incorporating little things into our everyday life to do the things that we really want to do. And you can always use the internet to start learning about things too. Like you have so many resources. You could read about it. You can like go try it at a local place, whatever it may be. There's just... Don't feel like you're stuck because there are resources and ways that you can figure things out. And actually, I came up with another question as I was just thinking. <laughs> and the last question is, the real last question is, what are some materialistic items that you could let go of? Or what are some things that you could hold back from buying that aren't really that valuable to you so that you can use money to go on these experiences and to do things that are actually meaningful and add to your life? What are some items or some habits or some things that you could stop spending so much money on or maybe you could even sell or get rid of that just aren't serving you anymore? Like I just cleared out my closet so many clothes because I'm like, these are not serving me. They are weighing me down and I want to sell them and I want to donate them. So think of some things that you could do. And I'm going to use that money now to maybe go diving again. Or I don't know if it'll be enough. But I hope that this episode was beneficial for you. I hope it gave you some insight and some inspiration. And let me know on the Instagram. You can DM me on the Compassion Club pod Instagram or on my personal Instagram, but probably the podcast one. DM me any questions. I'm going to do a post about this. So also comment on there if you have anything else you want me to speak about. And yeah, like and follow or subscribe or whatever platform you're on. Just stay connected because I will be posting every Tuesday. And I would love for you to stick around because there's so much more to uncover. And you're going to want to see next week's episode. So you got to stay in the loop. And uh, yeah. Just remember to be compassionate to yourself, to others, to this planet. Just lead with compassion, lead with love. You are doing amazing and you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And try to see the positive in every situation. And no matter where you're at, you're going to get through it. There are brighter days to come. I believe in you. So go believe in yourself and have a beautiful rest of your day or night. And I'm sending you so much love. Thank you for being here and I will see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.